Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of Paranormal Corner with your host, Nikki Wright. And I have an exciting guest tonight with us, uh, Brian J. Laverty. And so I love talking to fellow um, investigators and everything like that. Um, he has great things in store for us. So, um, so Brian has like been a paranormal for over 10 years and with sensitive abilities. And he's developed a strong passion for the paranormal ever since he was nine years old. So he is also the owner of Parapulse Network. And let me know if you guys just see you hear me, comment below so we know you guys can know where we're at. And also, if you can, um, if you missed this live, it'll be on replay. Um, so, Brian is also on the social media site for everything under Paranormal Umbrella. Um, he founded a global ghost hunt uh, 10-day event for paranormal investigators in haunted locations. So, um, where was I? I lost my place. Oh, that, that was the haunted locations that was straight live over 10 days on multiple platforms to showcase teams and locations. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's called Hauntophobia, which is a group name for, the, for their paranormal investigations. So the Hauntophobia <coughs> can be found on YouTube and Paraflix. Um, so through the lens, with also Brian and Lens, it's a podcast to show and which is coming up in their paranormal investigators what um goes live on Sundays at 4 p.m. or not. Um yeah, so so we did that right and we'll be back with Brian J. Laverty. And I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I want to give a shout out to y'all listening to my mutual friend um Becky. David, uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll tag you, Becky. Um, he's so sweet. She says he only trusts me and my psychic abilities. So I'm going to give her a reading tomorrow, girlfriend. All right, guys. And uh, once I find the uh, thing here, and I'll be back shortly. All right, we'll be back. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm going to bring up Brian J. Laverty and we'll start our interview and, of course, Q&A. So here we are. And hey. Brian, welcome hey. back to our show. Wow, thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. Hopefully this. I did that right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were actually good. At, I know you did the countdown. I thought you actually Woo. had an intro that you were going to be playing as we're well. We're working on that. I'm just You're getting used to everything. Okay. Getting used to everything first and then... I told Jay, hey, Jay, if you watch, um, and I told him he can do an intro later on until I get more familiar with everything Amen. here. 
Yeah, the, you know what? It takes a little bit of getting used to. It took me a little while. I'm still learning things on StreamYard as well. So um, it takes a little bit to learn everything. So don't feel uh, don't feel weird about that or don't stress about that because everybody goes through the same thing. So uh, Yeah, at least I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. All right, hope you all can see us on Facebook. I'm yep. trying to find uh, our... Live thingy. Yeah, I I went to uh, Parapost Network Central and I shared it. So, awesome. Yeah. I should go to our group. Uh oh, hey. Awesome. Okay, oh, hey, there we are. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> see, there you go. Matt Barron says the same thing. I always mess up my shows, <laughs> and he's on Streamyard too. So. All right. I think everybody does. Don't feel, don't feel embarrassed or anything like that because. <laughs> Everybody screws up on it. Okay, we had to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It can it can only go up. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, do you mind sharing? I have to ask you. Um, do you mind sharing what um brought you the idea or concept about the global ghost hunt? I um, think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Uh, well, originally I was in another group that did something similar, but they only did it over one day, over a 24 hour period. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. So, uh, so I was with them for a little while and, uh, I decided it really wasn't for me. Uh, it wasn't a good fit. So I decided to, um, I decided to leave and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something like that, but a little bit different. And uh, I spoke to a couple of friends of mine, and they said go for it, and I did. And that's how it really got started. Started last last year, last April. Uh, but we're having the first event um, uh, this May, May fourth to the fourteenth, and then we're going to be having another one in October. 19th to the 29th so we're going to do it twice a year for now and awesome. then hopefully somewhere down the road we're going to expand to maybe four a year so really um the other event that i was with um like i said they only do it over one day we decided to do 10 days we just figured if we we're going to have a lot of teams signing up uh, it doesn't give you don't get a lot of time in that one day uh to uh to do your live so and i wanted to give more i want to give people or teams more time to do their lives so right. that's why we figured uh that's why we decided on 10 days we figured 10 days was a good a good uh a good uh you know like um better than one day i guess and uh we just felt like if we had a lot of teams signing up we would we, we could spread it out more instead of just worrying about it being on one day. And um, I'm hoping that it will get so popular that we'll end up having to, we'll end up being forced to do it 20 days or even I've even gone as far as thinking about the whole month and uh, just uh, doing lives all month and which uh, hopefully somewhere down the road we'll have to do. And if we, um, uh, but there's a lot of other things that are going to be coming out after the first one. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of changes as well. But Global Ghost Hunt really started from an idea uh, from another 
another uh, group that was doing it. And uh, that's where it all began. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, well. No, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting because you would think um, having everybody investigate at the same time from around the world, you think that would like get better communication? Like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the problem with that is if everybody's going to be doing it at the same time, you can only, yeah. uh, because we only have so many platforms to put it on. Uh, you know, some people are, some teams are not going to get the time that they need. And, and, uh, really, really what this was all about was showcasing the teams, but also showcasing the, the, um, locations too, because, I just felt, and a lot of people on the administration team feel the same way, that a lot of these locations are being torn down for whatever the reason may be. And also about getting recognition for these locations that don't seem to be surviving. And for whatever the reason may be, uh, they don't have money. They don't have investigators coming into place so they can, you know, keep the place open or it's being vandalized or whatever it may be. This was not only about the teens, but it was also about the locations as well. Because again, uh, without the without the locations, you have no paranormal investigators. You know, so this was really about uh, yes, the teams are important, but the locations are just as important. Yes, true. That's why I prefer to be like more of a paranormal researcher. Yeah. These days, I'm not as out. Investigating as having lights. Well, you know, I've always, yeah, I've always put uh, I've always put paranormal investigators in three categories, and uh, the categories are the hunters, uh, the ones looking for the answers, and the science uh, of paranormal. So I I typically, what's that? I'm also a medium too, so. Well, there you go. So I I typically put them in three different categories. And um, I think most of us, most of the people that I know are really the ones looking for the answers. Um, I don't know a lot of hunters just going out for the hunt of the paranormal. But I know a few science people that are into the science of paranormal. (laughs) What's that? I would volunteer if I had someone to look for a team. It's hard when you're solo. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm solo too, you know. Uh, with my huntophobia, I'm solo. What I tend to do is more collab with other people rather right. than forming a team. I have had a team when I first started huntophobia. I had a team, I had a couple of guys, and it just seemed to be a real hassle. Uh, always trying to organize when everybody can go at the same time, and then the, you would go there, and some people wouldn't show up. It was like, or they would be like an hour and a half late. And so I figured, you know what, I'm just going to go on my own, do my own filming, collab with other people, and and uh, it's worked out. It's worked out better, actually, than actually having a team, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. Some of us can't drive anymore, and it's always good to have someone to drive, you know. That helps. Or everything like that. You can always Uber. <laughs> you can always yeah, Uber to a haunted location. <laughs> If it comes to that, yes, definitely yeah. Uber. Uh, so, um, yes, I, I was wondering if, uh, what was your first uh, paranormal experience? You know, my sharing with us. 
Uh, no, not at all. My my very first paranormal experience is when I was about nine or ten. I'm 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 what you oh, well. and you know you said this at the beginning when you were talking about me uh, that I'm a sensitive. So I've been seeing spirits since I was about nine or ten years old. Um, the real first experience that I really talk about is when I was touched. That to me, that was my real oh, I hate first. That when that happens. Yeah, that was my real first experience. I I consider that my real first experience, um, because I was at a buddy's house and his uh, grandmother passed away three weeks before, and we determined that it oh, was wow. his grandmother that touched me, um, because the way I was touched uh, was the exact same way she touched me when when she was alive. And that was by putting her hand on my wrist and leaning her head against my shoulder. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that because um, I tend to get my hair messed with or yeah. I would get poked in the back. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I don't, get, it's weird. I don't get touched. I don't get touched <laughs> very often. Um, I think, Oh, I could probably count on two hands how many times I've been touched. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> the, the last time I was touched at a location uh, was last last year in New Jersey. Uh, I went to the White Hill Mansion. And that, I was touched in there and what it felt like at that. And, oh, you wow. know, a lot of people and a lot of people say this, that it almost feels like you're walking through cobwebs. And that's what it felt. That's what it felt like. Oh, I, I felt that, like I was yeah. walking through cobwebs. And I knew I was, I knew I was being touched at that point. And, uh, but my, like I said, my very first experience on being touched, I was 15 years old. So, and like I said, his grandmother passed away. I went down there to see him, uh, to make sure he was okay. I was very close with the family and, uh, we were sitting in his bedroom and all of a sudden it happened. I was touched on the wrist and it felt like a head leaning against my shoulder and it lasted for about 30 seconds and it was gone. And which, oh, well. you know, a lot of people say that when they're being touched, it feels like a real cold feeling. Uh, this was a very warm, loving feeling. And, mm -hmm. and like I said, it, it, his grandmother used to do that when she was alive. So we figured it was his grandmother. It lasted 30 seconds and it was gone. And I want to say thank you to Rosie for that lovely comment. I yeah, appreciate thank you, that. Rosie. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. And you know what, Rosie, you, you inspire me too. Awesome. Everybody, you know what? Uh, a lot of paranormal investigators inspire me. A lot of the, a lot of the um, administration staff inspire me, like Matt, like AJ, uh, you know, um, so many other people on the Nando and Jenny and Sarah and Lex. They all inspire me to want to be a better person and want and want to be a a better paranormal investigator and a and a just an an all around better person. And uh, the administration staff I have right now with the Global Ghost Center, they're all amazing. And we've had people come and go during this year. But um, the people that are with, with me now, and even Jason, too, and, uh, you know, they, they all inspire me. And, and uh, it's been a lot of fun working with them. It's been a lot of hard work. Uh, but, uh, and we still haven't even done the event yet. And it's been a lot of work. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, man. And even after the work, clean up and everything with me. <laughs> well, you know what? Like I said on Through the Lens on Sunday with Lex, I said, you know what? I'm looking so forward to the event. But when it's done, I'm going to be very happy when it's done. 
Uh, but we're probably going to have about two weeks off and then we got to start on the second one. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and because. Speak, go and speaking ahead. of May, that's my birthday month. <laughs> when's, it, when's your birthday? May 30th. Okay. So the event is actually May 4th to the 14th. Oh, wow. So, close. Yeah. Close. And the great thing is, and if you're a big believer in this, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the veil, the opening of the veil starts on May 5th. I was so wondering about that. It's it's going to be a good it's going to be good if if I'm not necessarily a huge believer in that but some people are and um you mm-hmm. know that's it's going to be good for them. I thought the opening of the veil happens around Halloween. Uh, no, there's several no there's several there's several throughout the year. There's actually oh. one in there's actually one in October as well. But that that starts that starts I believe on the 27th of October. Oh, wow. So near the ending of the second event. Yeah. Hi, Valerie. Valerie has hey, a, hey po- Valerie Hi, has Valerie. a, Valerie has a podcast on uh Parapost network central as well. Oh, uh, awesome. By, uh, she sells her crystals. Oh, nice. I love crystals. Yeah. One yeah. Of my yeah. You should check out that show. You should check out Valerie's show. It's a good show. Correct me if I'm wrong, Valerie. It's on Friday and Saturday nights, I believe. Yeah, all my Christmas money. There you go. I got a bunch. I got a bunch with me too. Christmas. Um, Pyramid. I got a bunch too. I got. Uh, I actually have this one too. My oh, other nice. one broke, so I got to fix my other one. But yeah. And I so. have my favorite Amethyst. Oh, there you go. I got one of those too, right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a few of those. Yeah. So night, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there you go. Friday and Saturday evenings. All right. Awesome. Yep. And I want to give um, the Warren Legacy Foundation a shout out as well. As uh, I'm also a general member this past year, actually. <laughs> are you on, are you, are you part of their group now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Good stuff. Been Good stuff. That's with, the, that's with Chris McKennell, McKennell, right? Right. He's a friend yeah. of Edelore. Warnings. So, and they initially started. Lorraine started, and Chris started it. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they got a big group. They got uh, oh, yeah, several teams. Do they not? It's growing like we're like everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I believe there's one, and uh, I believe there's one woman. I don't know if she's still with them, but uh, I can't recall her name. But she's in. Uh, I believe she's in Canada. She's in. I think she's in Vancouver. Hmm. I'm not sure. I know she's. I know there's. I don't know if she's still with the group. But um, yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's we're growing all, all the time, and they have great members. All right. Uh, that leads my next question. Uh, what does it mean that we have those are spirits or even darker energies, like attached to us? And how do we clear them out? Hmm. Um. Interesting question. Never been asked that question before. Um, I came up with it. How do I, are you asking? Are you asking specifically what I do? Yeah. Or, or, or are you just asking in general? In general. Um, so you're asking. You're basically asking me what, um, what to do to clear the energy of spirits and something negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you're asking. Um. Oh, interesting question. I know we have our own ways of doing that. So yeah, um, 
You know what? If I were to talk about myself um, going into a location, um, well, first of all, I I think it's very seldom, very, very seldom that you're going to experience a very dark entity. I don't think it happens very, very often. Um, I think um, yeah. I think you can experience maybe a spirit that's pissed off, but not necessarily dark. Right. Um, when I go to locations, um, first of all, lately I've been using my crystals. I, I have them with me in my bag. Um, I have crystals in my car as well. Um, I usually say a couple of words to myself before I answer a location. Um, I have this weird habit, and I don't know why it started. It started probably a couple of years ago. Um, when I go into a location, I touch a wall or touch something when I enter the location, um, just for my own peace of mind. So I think when you're going into a lot of co locations, it's, it's really the intent. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not really overly concerned on clearing something for me because I generally... Yes, I have had some things follow me home, but I usually able to get rid of them. Um, I'm one of those people that is very simple. I don't need a priest coming over. I don't need a medium uh, getting rid of it and stuff like that. I actually sit down on the couch in my family room and say, you know what? I didn't invite you. It's time to leave. It's time to go home. And if they don't go, if they don't leave, you know, I'm not overly concerned if they're going to stick around as long as they don't do anything to me. And, you know, um, I think I, I like have about, I think I have about 20 spirits in here right now and yeah, somewhere around like there. <laughs> What's that? I like what my last guest, she's a medium. She yeah. calls them a hyper ghost. So I know mm -hmm. I have a lot of those. She's <laughs> saying, I'm like, I'm not surprised either. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Dom's right from 13 spirits. You know, um, we need to ground ourselves, you know, grounding yourself and stuff like that. I, I, you know, like I just go in and say a couple of words to myself and, and I, you know, somewhere during, during the investigation, I'll say, you know what, you're not allowed to follow me. You're not allowed to follow me home. You're not allowed to attach yourself to anybody who's with me or my equipment. So, um, I'll be, I'll be honest and say, I think there's been a lot of videos out there. Um, especially on YouTube, people making it worse than it really is, you know, and, uh, I just, I'm just not a huge believer in all the crap that a lot of people say on YouTube when it comes to stuff following you home or yeah, really or all stuff. they care about is the lights and everything. Yeah. I think, uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, if you're going into an investigation, you got to do your own thing on wor what works for you and, it's all and like it's all about intent, and um, so I've been pretty good in that way. Most of the things that I brought home, though, are um, there was one woman I brought home that was very sad, very very sad, and I ended up at taking her back to the place that I brought her from, and um, I don't know why she oh, well. herself to me, um, but she did. Uh, but I was able to. I knew where I got her from. Um, I was able to take her back and, 
you know, there was one person that was following me. Uh, there was one spirit that was following me for about a year and a half. His name was Bob. And I eventually got rid of him as well. So. Oh, well. Yeah, you know, like, thanks, Dom. Long time no talk, Dom, by the way. I haven't seen Dom in ages. And by the way, Dom, I called you several times and you never returned any of my phone calls. Just put it, oh. just putting that out there. So, uh, <laughs> better return a soul. <laughs> yeah, return a message and a phone call. God's <laughs> sakes. Um, uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, uh, he takes his shoes off sometimes to great, get grounded with the vibes and the vibration. You know, like I said, everybody has their own thing and what they do. I walk into a place, I touch something like it. I wish a chair, I was, it might be a desk, it might be a wall. I wish I was closer. To the beach, that is a really great place to ground yourself. You got the water, you got the sand. Yeah. Well, there's place. a location that I go to uh, <laughs> that uh, has all the conduits that, that help spirits. Or right? forest. Forest, yeah. Um, Just don't I get, get lost in the forest like I did. <laughs> um, I, uh, uh, Dom, who uh, used to live in Hamilton, uh, he knows this place. Uh, it's the Streaming Tunnel. And it has water, oh. limestone, and the train tracks right above. Ooh. And so when I always go there, I always touch the wall first when I enter the tunnel. And for some reason, it helps me. I bet that's a lot of energies in there. Well, that's good, Dom. I'm glad to see you're getting better. All right. Cool. So that leads to my next question, actually. Sure. Um, where was I? Huh. I had it. Oh, what? What are you might have answered it, but what are some signs of spirit or demonic attachment? That we what are the for? signs? Yeah. You think? Well, <laughs> and there might be a lot of people might not agree with me on this, but I am not a huge believer in demonic. I think demonic word is overdone and overused. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's a Hollywood thing. I think it's a TV thing. Yeah. Um, but I think um, I think when it comes to attachments, I think everybody experiences something different. Um, when I've had attachments in the past, really hasn't done anything to me. I just know they're attached to me. Um, so there's really no difference. Um, if you have a if you have a negative, meaning somebody, some a spirit that's not necessarily nice or yeah. grumpy or mean, I tend to think, um, um, and it's happened to me in the past. I find things go wrong very, very easily. Um, you know, but again, that's a that's a difficult question to answer because everybody experiences something different if they experience anything. So, hey Kelly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Dom. I didn't realize you were in the hospital. I kind of believe, like, there are lower energies. I like to call them more darker energies. Yeah. And so, one even tried, if I may share, one even tried to scare me one time saying, Oh, I'm a demon. Just tell me. Yeah. Well, 
Um, again, I, 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 that's a really, really difficult question to answer because everybody experiences something different. I've had attachment where it's, it hasn't done anything to me. I just know it's there, but then I've had attachments where I find that, um, a lot of things are going wrong and for, you know, but again, everybody's different. So mm -hmm. that's really hard question to answer. I don't mind it if they're like angels. Or higher beings like mm, yeah. that are there to help us. Yeah. I, um. No, because I have Claudia's abilities to hear them. Yeah. So okay. I know they're there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know there's spirits in here too, but they're not really doing anything. They're just hanging out. It's and like they're not I really doing anything to me. So. It's like I can be in a location. I can hear right away. And you're gonna talk to yeah. me <laughs> Well, I'm gonna tell you. There's one uh, one spirit here that doesn't uh, definitely doesn't want me here um and that's been right from the beginning i think um she's and um from what i understand uh i've spoken to a couple of mediums about this that uh she travels the whole complex the whole condo complex so you know she's even more difficult to get rid of because we we try to get rid of her she might not be here because she's able to go in and out of different uh condos so she must be a human they're the most hardest too mm. Get rid of pets they have yeah i think she used to live in this complex at one point um but she doesn't like anybody from what i understand so that's okay i don't She's like trying her to talk to me right now my hand will stop ringing yeah she i i don't like her she doesn't like me that's fine you stay on that side of the room I'll, i see her come in the door all the time yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Don? That is not a teen. I know you think it's a teen. It's not a teen. It's actually a child um, that's here with me. And that's the one I think I brought home from England. Um, and uh, she's been here the whole time. But she used to be actually, at, like, sitting on me. She used to, like, be on my shoulders. She's no longer on my shoulders anymore. She's She's just hanging around with me. I think that particular spirit is more of a protective spirit. And uh, she tries to protect me from other spirits. Yeah, there you go. She's, yeah. I like that. I have a couple of those as well. Yeah. So. Well, if you ever want a reading, you always message me anytime. Oh, yeah. That would be great. I love having readings. Free of charge. I'm never charged. <laughs> go on TikTok. Everybody seems to be charging. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> So I have right, a real, um, pro I have a real problem when I go on TikTok and I see <laughs> these tarot card readers and they're doing, they say, and, and here's a new one. Uh, and this, this one's could have been going on for a long time. They charge $15 for a short reading and they charge more for a longer reading. And I was yeah, going, I don't get that it's <laughs> like, and like I sit there and watch them. It's like, you have no idea what you're doing. And and uh, it's just, it, it, it boggles my mind how some people disbelieve and get sucked into it. And actually send this woman money, $15 for a short reading. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I didn't realize you did short and long readings. So anyhow, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Dom. He's... That's Dom. He's from uh, Quebec. Montreal, actually. He's from Montreal. I also. Yes. You know 13 Spirits Paranormal? 
Not actually the first time I've seen him. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, his name is uh, Dominic. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, good friend of mine. I actually, I actually investigated uh, with him last year, last August in Montreal. We did a couple of locations in Montreal. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That video will be coming out soon too. By the way. Oh, awesome! And that kind of leads to my other question. Um, what's the difference between a? I like to ask my guests this to hear different answers, you know. But uh, what's the difference between ghost hunt and investigation well i think ghost hunt is mainly um you're just hunting for the ghost hopefully you're going to catch some evps you might capture hopefully you capture a shadow or you know or you know i'm not big on the orb thing but um i think that's ghost hunting is mainly chasing after the evidence i think a paranormal researcher i think there's a lot more than just looking for uh, the spirits, I think it's doing your research on the background, the history of the location. And uh, that has a lot to do with it. Um, I'm not one to go into a place knowing a lot about the, the history until I've until I've done. Well, there you go. I paid $50 for a local card reading. She had no, she had no idea about the cards. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So I think, oh, a wow. I think a paranormal research is more the research on the location and the spirits that are there. Uh, who's maybe died there uh that's more in the paranormal research ghost hunting is mainly hunting the ghosts and that's all it really is to me so and that's why i say i put i put them in three different categories and uh i'm the one the researcher and the answer type of investigator so yeah for myself personally i'd rather not know much about a yeah. location if I'm going to do a walkthrough, it's in a meeting, by the way. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Like I've been to, I've been to loads and loads of locations and I don't know anything about the location. I think a lot of times when you're going to these locations, you know, everything you're going to be influenced by what exactly. you know. So if you don't know anything, then you're not going to be influenced by anything. So, um, I will do the research afterwards. Yeah. Um, after <laughs> the investigation. So, that's uh that's what I, I i'm i think that's pretty well the difference between hunting and researching so yeah it's very everybody's gonna have their own opinions right so yeah so do you have a bucket list of places you like to visit local or abroad oh that's a that's a tough question i've been <laughs> i've been in a lot of places um uh my number one my number one spot that i want to go to uh is suicide forest in japan that's my number one spot that i want to go to my second one would be egypt uh, yeah. uh there's a place outside of cairo called the dead city mm -hmm. uh, and what that is it's like it has a million people that live in the city and uh, they all live in tombs oh wow and uh so i'm that would be my second place that i'd want to go to my third place i would have to say i would have to say um somewhere in the uk or ireland uh at a castle one of those castles i i need to do a castle 
And uh, I'm hoping to get out to England or London this year in September again. And I'm hoping to, I'm hoping if, if we can, me and Lex, uh, we'll be able to fly over to Ireland and also fly over to Scotland as well, because it's not oh. too far of a flight. Good right? luck with so, that. What's that? Good luck with that. I, I don't need to get a passport for that. <laughs> no, well, get your passport. So <laughs> any, any castle, any castle in Europe, I will just say I'd love to do. So, but those are my, those are my three. When it comes to the States, I think, um, there's a lot of places in the States. Honestly, I think they're overdone. <laughs> I think so many teams have gone to so many popular locations. That it would hard, it would be, it would, it would be hard for me to walk into a place in the States and you know uh because i pretty well know most of the locations there and what they're all about and again i like to go in locations where i don't really know much about it um i did some locations last year uh i did uh i did um white hill mansion in new jersey i did bobby mackey's oh wow in He's kentucky cool. I yeah and i also did octagon hall um last october as well and oh. octagon hall was much 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 better than bobby mackey's bobby mackey's was overdone oh, wow. and overused and i don't yeah. believe any of the crap that they say that happens there to be honest so if i were to put it on a scale of one to ten it would probably be about a three octagon hall i'd probably put about a 12 oh wow his octagon hall was active from the time we started till the time we left Huh. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going back to Alcatraz. Or, um, Have you done Alcatraz? Alcatraz? Yeah, that place is crazy. How do you how do you get into Alcatraz? Everybody wants to get into Alcatraz. Oh, they have tours. They have tours. Oh, okay. No, tours, like so. from what I from what I understand, if you want to do an overnight investigation there, it's about twenty four thousand uh, dollars. yeah, you have to pay for it. That's what I thought. Yeah, but a tour. The, the did you did you pick up on anything when you did the tour? Yeah, quite a few things. There's certain areas I wouldn't even enter because it was so dark. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, I know I know Alcatraz is on a lot of people's bucket list. That's for sure. But I, I don't I think many. Recommended. I I don't think many people are going to pay twenty four thousand dollars for an overnight investigation there. Well, maybe if we won the lottery, right? <laughs> I would still feel uncomfortable doing that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot matter. of money. We did a night tour, and it's like we were watching um, in their um, – they have a, what do you call it, gift shop. Okay. And I was spending too much time in there, and all of a sudden, they're like, you better hurry. You don't miss your boat. I'm like, oh. I can't even <laughs> – what did they sell boat. in there? What did they sell in their gift shop? Oh, I should have brought it out. I bought the uh, golden whistle that the yard used to have. Oh, really? I should have brought it out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I just imagine some of the stuff they sell in that gift shop. Oh, yeah. I, I like that more than anything else there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd buy anything from there anyways because I'd be worried about bringing something. I was home. drawn to that whistle for some reason. I just bought it. <laughs> no, well, you know what? You're... You're, you're not many people have been on a tour of Alcatraz. You, you know, that's pretty cool. 
And I also mentioned the uh, Winchester Mystery House. The what? Mystery Win House? The Winchester. Oh, okay, yeah. Mystery yeah. House. Yeah. And um, they let me take some photographs, and that's not usually allowed. So I wonder why. Probably because it's acid. <laughs> I might sneak think, in if you. I'll take like, it. I I will. Hi, I would hide a GoPro somewhere on me, <laughs> and take it through and film through. <laughs> I always ask. I don't know why. Me when we went through that time, I went through my first mine. Is a haunted mine out okay. here, at North California. Whereabouts are you? Whereabouts are you? I'm in Southern California. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, not far from uh, Riverside. Okay. I th I didn't did I know, I don't think I knew that I didn't know you were in California that's cool yeah and you don't have season. to worry about winter that's for sure right well we had a first uh, snowstorm that's weird okay <laughs> when's yeah, the last time you had one down. before this one uh, that's the first for us down here really yes wow we had so everybody that went in, everybody went in panic mode right yeah oh me <laughs> I mean not me I was like me and everything. <laughs> so yeah, that was that kind of weird, man. Yeah, Touchdown. that is no, weird. Usually they're up the higher mountains on the lower hills, and we're surrounded mm. by hills. Yeah. Bigfoot area. <laughs> Let's go. We're out in the country. Let's go, so. Brian, to Alcatraz. Jay, I'm, dude. Let me know I'm there with you. I'm down. No, I'd love to. I'm not paying twenty-four thousand dollars though. I'll take the tour. I'll take a. I'll, I'll bring out a GoPro and hide it somewhere on me, and we'll film. Yeah, while I think doing there's... the tour. Are you allowed to film it while you're in Alcatraz? Oh yeah, I believe so. And are, then, um, are you okay? And I think there's self-guided tours, and I think there's other tours you can go on. Okay. Yeah, I, so, I would. I would take my GoPro and put it on a, <laughs> on my gimbal and just film everywhere. Hopefully, catch something. I need to they, get one. They have. Those. You said you. Excuse me. You said they have night tours. Yeah, oh, I definitely do. The, I... I would definitely do the night tour. Yeah, night How much tour. was the tour? Just out of curiosity. Oh gosh, my cousin paid for it out of <laughs> I just, I'd be curious how much the tour is there. I could probably do the research and let you know. Oh, I'm sure I could look it up. <laughs> I just never thought about. It. I didn't realize they did tour. I wouldn't mind on that. What's that? I wouldn't mind knowing that. <laughs> well, Just I, know it's on a, I know it's on a lot of people's bucket list. So, but I had the opportunity to go to Suicide Forest a couple of years ago and it fell through because COVID hit. Oh, um, but uh, I will get out to, I will get out to um, Japan at one point and uh, do, uh, do Suicide Forest. Uh, it's just, I can't even imagine what I would see if I went there. Yeah, we have to research their areas. I think they have more than one thing there besides the uh, suicide force that I can't recall. Yeah. Actually, I, on the, and something I found out recently, on the other side of Alcatraz, uh, I said, almost said Alcatraz, on the other side of suicide forest, there's actually, um, uh, I'm not sure if it's a lake or an ocean or whatever it is, but there's actually supposedly like a Bermuda Triangle in this in oh. this water 
and uh, it's not all it's obviously not called the Bermuda Triangle, but it's called something else. I can't recall what something it's called. like, yeah, but it's exactly like the Bermuda Triangle. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the suicide forest. I want to know why people from thousands of miles go there to just to to uh, commit suicide to end their lives, and it's just it amazes me, it just boggles my mind why they do or that, or they could just like disappear altogether. Well, I think That's it's what I think it's. I think the forest is actually ten thousand kilometers long. Um, but um, what what I found out, I did a lot of research on uh, suicide forest, and what I found out, one of the scariest things that I found out about this place, they have volunteers that go through the forest once a month. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> You're reading my mind. <laughs> yeah, they have they have people that volunteer to go through the forest once a month. To find oh, the wow. dead bodies. It's just, it's just, it's one of those it's things sad. where it's a, it's a mystery on why people go there and do it. But I, I can't even imagine what the energy is like coming out of that forest. I wouldn't want to get lost there because I know one time I got lost in the national yeah. forest and it wasn't yeah, fun. Sure. I was missing for an hour. And it's, <laughs> I like that. I like that, Jay. Buy my plane ticket crazy. and I'm there. Okay. I like that, Jay. You want me to buy your plane ticket? <laughs> I'm mine. <I'm> sitting. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah, I wasn't mine going there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll definitely get I'll definitely get out there at some point again for sure. Um uh, again. I'll get out there sometime. In my lifetime, I'll get out to Suicide Forest for sure. All right. Good luck with that. So my next question is, uh, what is your favorite piece of equipment to work with? Well, I think most people know me. Um, everybody knows me. My favorite piece of equipment is the SB7. Awesome. That is my one. favorite piece of equipment. I have captured so much off the SB7 yeah. that... I've captured, yeah, I've captured so much evidence off the SB7, and uh, that is my that is my go-to. That's what I'm reaching for when I get to a location. So, and then obviously the camera and the voice recorder would be next on that list as well. So, which are the cameras, the obvious one, but yeah, um, not a lot of people say the voice recorder. Um, I I think once you catch capture something off your voice recorder, it's it's undeniable. It's undeniable evidence that you've captured. Um, oh yeah, and I've captured quite a few too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the, when I say my voice recorder, I usually use my uh, recorder on my phone because it is real. The on my twenty-two, my Samsung twenty-two, the voice recorder is incredible, and it picks up everything. And oh wow! I, I just love. That. Yeah, I just love everything about the. Um, uh, the voice recorder on my phone it's just it's it's amazing so yeah our phone has like everything now all kinds of apps and everything mm. so yeah recorded yeah i don't i don't i used when i when i a couple of years ago when i started huntophobia i was using the necrophonic and stuff like that but i got away from that stuff um mm -hmm. i know a lot of people i know yeah, a lot of people yeah, like yeah. the necrophonic and um, I've had a lot of interesting things come out of the necrophonic on questions I've asked and, but I, I just try to stay away from those now. I just, 
the SB7, my voice recorder, um, my camera, and sometimes I use the FLIR. And um, sometimes I'll use a, a REM pod that was given to me that was made for me. I like this. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I'm not overly complicated. I like the cat balls. Um, yeah, they're fun. You know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not big in the equipment. I've never have been. I know a lot of people are. I think a lot of times when people use a lot of different equipment, it's more for show for their videos. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, not, not everyone's like that, but I think a lot of people on YouTube are, I think it makes for a better video. Sure. But, um, I also use the paper and pen every once in a while too. And, you know, so I'm pretty basic. I'm pretty simple. I'm not, uh, I think, and I said this on through the lens a few times over the last month, mm -hmm. I think, um, I think as paranormal investigators or researchers, I think we've made this industry really, really, really super complicated. And with all the equipments coming out, you should try this. You should try that. You should, it's like, why? When, uh, when a voice recorder and a, and a SB7 and a camera are just fine. Or our own bodies. What's yeah. that? Or our own bodies. Or my psychability. I'd rather use that. Yeah. Okay. I know, a lot, I know people that use the dowsing rods. Around, and yeah. that's pretty that's pretty basic you know I use I pendulum. Think, what, do you see now i have a pendulum here um i i don't know i think um i've seen a lot of people use it i think it can be easily manipulated um and so i'm 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 weary on people that use um you know i'm not saying everyone but um I don't, uh, for me personally, I don't use the pendulum. So I have one. I just don't use it. All right. I have a question here for you. Okay. Um, have you ever seen shadow people in like, um, on a hat man, so forth? Um, um, I haven't, I've never seen the hat man. I know somebody, they thought they had the hat man. I went to investigate there. I don't think it was that. Um, uh, with me being a sensitive, that's what I do see. I see black shadows mm -hmm. of people. Um, I don't see facial features. Um, the The only way I can tell if it's a woman or a male spirit is by gut. So if I look at them, I can tell right away if it's a male or female. Um, but that's what I see. Um, my only issue is that I'm unable to turn it off or turn it on. So if they appear, they appear. Um, I can't walk into a place and go, okay, concentrate for a few minutes, and then all of a sudden they're going to appear. That doesn't happen for me. Um, mm -hmm. I could be walking down the street. I'll see one walking down the street. I can walk down that same street the next day, and I won't see anything. So right. I, don't know, I don't know why it happens to me, but I can't turn it on or I can't turn it off. So. Yes, they with me or I would see their full body apparition. I guess it depends mm -hmm. on how much energy they have. Um, That's one of my theories. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, I guess. But um, when I see something, it's just, it's. I don't think it's necessarily because of the energy. It's, um, see, I, long story short, mm -hmm. I grew up with a family that were non-believers. They, they don't believe in spirits they don't believe it in afterlife and they don't they believe that mediums and psychics and 
sensitive all belong in the loony bin, you know, because they're all crazy. And I think yeah. a lot of that negativity stayed in the back of my head. And that's why every time I see something, the first thing it, my, the first thing I go to, or the first thing I think of is my parents saying it doesn't exist. So I think a lot of reasons, the, the, the reason I'm unable to turn it off and on is of that negativity that I grew up with. Right. And it's always in the back of my mind. I've just never been able to shake it. Yeah. Jay and Jay's right. Keeping things simple is the way to go. You know, it's true. If they want to speak to their, if they're going to, Hey, listen, you know, my, my personal feeling is if we, if they're going to, if you're going to walk into a location, if they're going to talk to you, they're going to talk to you. I don't really think it matters what you have in equipment. If they want to communicate, they're going to communicate. If they're not, they're not. And you can have all the equipment. Yeah. If you, you can have all the equipment in the world. It doesn't mean that they're going to go near it or touch it or speak through it or whatever. They want to talk. They're going to talk. If they don't, they're not. And that's how I look at things. And I know people that have spent thousands and thousands of dollars on equipment. Yeah, where, it's crazy. You know, there's a guy that I go out with. He's a great guy. Um, it's Hamilton Paranormal. He's a great guy. And um, I've been out with him a few times. And he's got, he brings like four, four suitcases full of stuff. Oh, wow. And he has like two or three of everything. And he's he's spent thousands of dollars, and I go, dude, look my bag, look at your four bags. I have and, one backpack. <laughs> you know, I don't think you need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment. Right. And I Remember understand why. Snacks and everything. So I have one backpack. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Still, like, you know, like I understand why people do it because they want to capture <laughs> something, but you know, like I said, if they're going to talk to you, they're going to talk to you. If they're not, they're not. Right. And it doesn't matter how much equipment you have. So I think it's kind of throwing your money down the tubes. That's true. I don't know. Down the down the toilet, I guess. I don't know. But uh an SB seven cost me what, eighty nine bucks? Probably no more. My phone is my voice recorder. My camera cost me my camera is the most expensive thing I have. That was twelve hundred bucks. Oh wow. But other than that, um uh, I wouldn't I have spend a- much on that so i have one of those night vision camcorders oh, okay and my yeah, phone. i'm not a big fan yeah i'm not a big fan of night vision i just uh, i just i don't know i oh, like yeah, the real um, camera i like the the color i like everything about the camera have you ever tried the sls yeah? and um, i haven't used it but i've seen it in action <laughs> yeah um i've never used one personally and again I know there's I know there's a few people that absolutely love it and rely on it. Me personally, I think it's one of those things where it can be easily manipulated. Um, yeah. And I've I've seen a lot of videos on the SLS. I think ninety five percent ninety five percent of people that use the SLS are using it wrong. Uh, SLS is meant to stay stationary, and I see a lot of people walking around with it. Yeah, because you can make them mobile now. What's that? You know, they make them like mobile. Yeah, yeah. Or, well, yeah. no, the well now you're talking about Ghost Tube, right? And Ghost Tube is yeah, or you can make your own portable. SLS yeah, camera. well, anyway. still, the SLS <laughs> camera is supposed to be stationary. It's not supposed to move around. Oh. 
So um, I just, um, I, like I said, I've seen a lot of videos on it, people using it wrong. And uh, I wish you did your homework. <laughs> what's that? I wish you did your homework. Yeah, I think um, I think the I think the ghost tube um, SLS is an absolute joke. I think um, I think <laughs> I just think it's I would never use it personally myself. So again, it's uh, yeah, again, I've heard of it, but I'm I basic. I'm pretty basic. So well, it's still just about flying by. And do you have any shout outs that you like to share? Or has it flown you? by? Oh my god, it has. It's almost like what? It's almost 10 o'clock here at least. What it's almost seven o'clock there. It's right? almost seven here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, people can uh what I'd love people to do if if you're interested in the global ghost hunt and you want to register your team, just go over to globalghosthunt.com and register your team. And if you have a haunted location that you'd like to sign up. And if you're signing up your haunted location, and if you have a team, that would be good. Um, you can find yourself a team, sign up your haunted location, get the team to sign up, and we'll get you uh, we'll get you your two hours of, I guess, fame, I guess. And, you know, people from around the world are going to be see you, uh, see you, see your investigation. Um, I'd also like to shout out the Parapost Network Central and Parapost Network uh, 2. And uh, that's the international. If you have an international vodcast, um, if you like to do live investigations and you're international outside of North America, come on over and we'll put up your lives on Parapost uh, International. And if you have a vodcast and or you do live investigations and you're within North America, then we'll put you up on Parapost Network Central. Just uh, just follow so I us there. Volunteer and... too, right? <laughs> What's that? I like to volunteer too, right? <laughs> Oh, you want to volunteer? Yeah, if you need one. So for I'm the volunteer. global ghost hunt, you mean? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. The people can volunteer one, as well. Um, we're not accepting as much volunteers right now because we're not overly busy. But the second one, we will be needing more volunteers. Awesome. Um, and uh, Parapos Network, the app, you can download it through iOS or Android. Everything under the paranormal umbrella. Uh, it's a social media site. And the great thing about this site, there's no drama. Uh, people go there for the right reasons. They want to share their evidence pictures and, and their group name and where they're going to be investigating next. It's great. It's been around for, it's been around for what, um, what are we going on here? I think we're going on. We're just past a year. About a year. I was going to say about a year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's been a little bit longer than a year. Anyway, so Parapost Network, uh, the app, you can, like I said, download it through iOS or Android. And Huntophobia. Huntophobia on YouTube and Paraflix. So if you haven't heard of Paraflix, Paraflix is exactly like Netflix. Um, you download it, and uh, there is a subscription like Netflix. But if you want to, you can use this pass. You can use this promo code. You can use Parapost 25 and you'll get 25% off your first year. And that will cost you about a buck. I think it's about buck 29 a month. Um, uh -huh. If you use that promo code. So it's Parapost 25 and uh, you will get your discount for the whole year. It's about 30 bucks awesome. normally for the year. And uh, yeah, so that and uh, through the lens on Sundays 
at 4 p.m. Eastern and 9 p.m. GMT time. Uh, me and Lex do a show on up-and-coming investigators that are in the field that um, are looking to grow their channel. So we bring them on. We talk about them. Uh, we talk about their videos. We talk about their locations. We talk about them. We talk about stuff. I enjoy your people... show, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. We talk to them because a lot of times you're watching their videos, but you're not really knowing who they are as people. So we right. want to get them up on the show and talk about themselves so you can get to know them. So then you can go over and watch their videos because now you know who these people are. So, uh, yeah. So and then obviously this coming May will be the global ghost time between May 4th and May 14th. So May the 4th be with you. Just kidding. There you go. <laughs> actually, I never thought I about that. Summer. Actually, <laughs> I always say, never thought the about that. Be with you. That's funny. <laughs> That's it. So anyway, That's all I have. All right, awesome. Thank you for being our guest, and Thank I want to give having me. Jay a shout out for sponsoring for sponsoring me because I really appreciate that opportunity. Yeah, Jay's um, a good. You know what? I love Jay. Jay's a great guy. Thank you, Jay. Studio Six Paranormal Entertainment. There's Mark. Hey, Mark. All right. You guys, we're just about ready to end it, but you can always list on claim that. Yep. And uh, hey, everyone. we'll be on Anchor and Spotify YouTube. Yeah, hook up with Ryan J. Lover to you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. You're welcome. Thank you for being here tonight. Have a great night. You as well. <laughs> thank you. And um, thank you guys for watching. And I have another great guest next week. Uh, um, Mr. Friend of mine, she's an investigator and uh, in the um, Chicago area. So uh, she's also a medium. So uh, for next week. So y'all have a great safe week. And I'll see you guys next week. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> 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 <laughs>